0: Thank <laughs> you. LB and Matt
1: Yes, yes. back again We're
0: Talk here Talking about
1: Pixar
0: <laughs> You know, honestly, I You know, Elemental I think we I don't even know It's been on my radar Because it's the new Pixar movie Pixar, you know, usually does a great job um, But nothing I about don't this I no
1: I would like to take umbrage with that uh, statement Okay <laughs> pixar usually does a great job i feel like pixar is on a it
0: was a downward slope is but in a slump. Hope that it's more like you know a blip than a trend so sure it's been because i've been some low
1: i think that the last so inside out came out great. or i guess like we even need to look back further than that These, like, early string of Pixar movies, all great. Like, almost all incredible from Toy Story through Toy Story 3, which came out in 2010. Then we get into a period where I think things start (laughs) going downhill. There's Cars 2. There's Brave. There's Monsters University. Yes. Then we get Inside Out, which, again, another fantastic movie. Yes. That's 2015. Then we get another string of weird things in The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3. Then we get Coco in 2017. And I think that is the last like Pixar movie of that like high level and everything else that has come out since has either been bad or weirdly released or yeah. So it's like.
0: And Onward, people liked Onward. I mean,
1: I think, like, yeah, we they've had some, like, good-ish things. Yeah, But, like, Onward came out right at the beginning of the pandemic. So, like, yeah. that was a weird dynamic. Turning Red, they famously put on Disney yeah. Plus <laughs> instead of releasing in theaters. Like, yeah. Incredibles 2, I think, did, like, fine. Toy Story yeah. 4, fine. Soul did here. well, but, like, I think not as, it was not as popular as, like, people wanted it to be. Yeah. Luca was weird. Lightyear did horrifically bad in theaters. Like so bad. So I think that coming into Elemental, I was like I was less like, yes, another Pixar movie. Can't wait. And it was more like, yes. ugh, another Pixar no, very movie. True. Like what are they gonna like? This is this this has all the trappings of being bad. Especially yeah. since the premise is like oh there's different types there's like wood people and fire people and air and sort of like how do these elements like interact with each other which feels oddly kind of similar to like something like inside out i don't know it just it felt like original but like not at the same time like it was sort of like a walmart version of something else
0: you know what's funny is i was like telling rob my options for this week and I was like, oh, there's Elemental. He's like, well, let's do that because it's like sciency." And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, how is it science It's like, I mean, first as a kid's movie. And he's like, well, you know, the elements. It's like, and I was like, yeah, like fire and water. And he was thinking of like the periodic table
1: what like the like like he one of the characters like, was going to be like i am yeah. arsenic and this is my friend zinc
0: yeah he thought there'd be some lessons there about the periodic table and the various elements in our world and um, that excited
1: him he was like wow was, that's a movie yeah. i want to watch
0: honestly at least that would like call for some creativity and some like in jokes and some cleverness i think what immediately made me wary of this premise was like yeah it just felt kind of like Okay, and like, what's the deal? Like, I feel like in Pixar, and Disney, in animated movies, we've seen so many like different um, humanized like things or toys, yeah, toys or dinosaurs or bugs or, bugs bugs, or that cars. It's like, okay, well, what what's the what have people been wondering about? You know, water and fire, and like, it just seemed like kind of basic and the most you could get out of it is like oh we don't mix and it's like okay (laughs) like I'm all for a clever like a good social message a good lesson like I'm all for like some digging in and trusting kids to understand nuance and like even using film media as a opportunity to deliver something like about humanity and I think Inside Out is a perfect example of how you can get that depth while still having a very entertaining film Um, but this was just like "Mm -hmm." it was like -hmm." Like, all of it was so
1: it was so bad
0: it was so like just lame which is a strong word but it was just like they didn't really like try anything or explore anything really interesting even the like issues the McGuffins and red herrings of it like felt so like I don't know. It it was I've just re- kind of lazy. It just felt kind of like, I don't know.
1: Everything was muddled. Everything was like half-assed. The different pieces of it like sort of worked together, but sort of didn't. The logic of the world was messy. There was just so many things that didn't work. And I feel like when you think about the best Pixar movies, they really like come at it something from a unique point of view and like hit the message home. It's They're really like sort of singularly focused in certain regards on what they're trying to say and how they're going to say it. And this felt like it was a, like, art by committee kind of thing where someone had come up with an idea and then someone said, oh, well, let's try this. And they were like, okay, sure, we'll add that in. And then, oh, well, what about this other thing? Okay, yeah, we'll try that out. And, like, mixed it all together. But there was no cohesion to it. And the different storylines didn't connect well and didn't really, like, have... Uh, like I don't know what exactly the message from the movie was supposed to be. It was yeah. just,
0: <laughs> it was like a, it was basic so bad. Decom like story. Like okay, so I should have known because the director is. Um, Peter Son, who did the good dinosaur, which again was one of those very weird, very random Pixar movies that unfortunately I've watched many times because my daughter's obsessed with it. She loves the good dinosaur. It is a very like simple story, and it's all like just it's just a premise-based, like gotcha thing. It's like, what if dinosaurs evolved like people? So it's like a western, but with dinosaurs. I don't know if you've seen it.
1: Yeah, no, I we watched I watched oh, yeah, that we? when we did the like Pixar ranking or whatever way back when. Yeah. And I so do dope. I remember liking it more than I thought I was going to and thinking this like it didn't really seem like a Pixar movie. It was very dark in places and yeah was yeah the the it wasn't that like interesting. It was pretty yeah. straightforward. It was just like, yeah, western with dinosaurs. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, so he pitched Elemental based on an idea that was like, what if fire and water could they ever mix like that was all that was his pitch to pixar he got the he got the money and they built this story and he said that it was like inspired by his parents who were immigrants from korea living in new york and kind of like this tension between you know you know the the immigrant family the first generation child and this idea that how do you make your parents proud how do you live up to their sacrifices blah 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 which at its at its soul is like a good question it is like a very interesting and rich premise like I think that's something that's been explored very successfully in films in books and even in something like Turning Red which came out very recently and so I was like it would have been great but it just felt so surface level like it felt like It felt like AI wrote like, oh, subtle racism, uh, immigrant issues, family proud. Like what, this is your dream dad, not mine. You know, like it was just like, (laughs) it was just chat GPT formulating this like random story. Um, Because at the heart of it, you do have this like sort of um, segregated big city where fire has its own little wing in this town that's mainly built for the other elements earth water and wind and so fire has to like have its own tiny little you know harlem-esque uh queens-esque borough and her dad is sort of the patriarchal figure of the town and he built this fire shop that they that they cultivated this community where all the fire people can live and so he's like waiting for her to prove herself so that he can finally retire age you know i don't know i don't know the concept here but she has issues because she's raging she has a lot of rage and she can't be a good store manager but- and so that's the tension at first but <laughs> then during one of her emotional outbursts she breaks a pipe and water water floods the fire the fire you know Building the fire store and so she's like oh shit like i have to take care of this meanwhile water pulls one of the water people through the pipe and that's how you meet the other main character i honestly don't remember any of these people's names because it was such a forgettable story but (laughs) so water boy and fire girl are suddenly sent on this mission to like fix the piping issue which is like a b plot in this larger a plot the and the is- city is, like, against them, and they're, like, working to find it through various means.
1: Yeah. So the problem with this movie, I think, is that it's, like, co-opting an immigrant story, but then, like, not at the same time. Yeah. The, I mean, because we've all seen the sort of, like, xenophobia plotline. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, like we're two different groups. We don't interact with that group. Like you have to marry within your own group. Like those are both plot lines that are sort of like tale as old as time, you know? Like Romeo and Juliet of like, we're this group, they're that group, we don't mix. Like, okay, great. That's an easy premise you can sort of work off of. And I also think, you know, like Harry Potter or whatever has like, oh, these are the mudbloods. They're the outsiders. You know, it's like, they're not, it's not like real world things, but they're sort of working off these like real world premises. So this is definitely working off of a like Asian immigrant storyline where fire comes from some other random place. And we don't really know like why they're leaving at first, but like this family of fire come to this town where there aren't really any other fire people. And then sort of just like set up shop and then slowly like, um, you know, the city is full of fire people and the fire people are vaguely Asian, but like not exactly Asian. So I feel like the metaphor like kind of works, but kind of doesn't work because in some ways you feel like, oh, this is like a take on Asian cultures, but then it doesn't, it's not like a one-to-one comparison. So then there's other sections where like that sort of doesn't work or it doesn't break through um and in like some of the voice acting that they have it's like okay like they're asian and like the accents are like kind of like broken english but like not necessarily in the same way that like real world broken english yeah it's just like it's messy in its metaphors i think from the start and then you have this weird problem where there's people who are fire people, but then there's fire that's an element that's separate of the fire people, or like there's water that's just water, normal, and then there's also water that's a person, water. And so it's like how, like how exactly do these (laughs) things?
0: Where's the science? Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's like it's just confusing the whole time. This world building, because you're like, okay, the fire people are Asians, but they're not Asians. But then there's also fire that's just fire that's not the people who are supposed to be. It's it's like I felt like I spent so much of this time, this movie, (laughs) trying to like decipher the different pieces of the world building. Like Mm, none of it was done. Easily, Like, I think that in something like Inside Out, where you're like, okay, this is anger, and this is joy, and this is sadness, those are clearer, and they're built in a way that's less confusing, where with this, obviously, if, like, if there are buildings and stuff, like, they need to be made of something, so we have to make mm, them of an element. But then at the same time, we need the people to be the element. So like, how, how does that work? Which is confusing. And that's what leads to this very <laughs> weird plot line with the water where it's like, there's water that's going to come in and flood the
0: yeah I've got to know, fire I section like of
1: this. the town. Yeah, But the <laughs> fire, but the water isn't like water people. It's just like regular no, just water. water and then also like so, also it's like the so, sometimes like there's a scene in the subway where i think like one of the water people sort of like splashes on the fire person and yeah. and the fire person sort of like shrinks and then sort of has to like eat an ember or whatever to grow back but then there's other times where the fire people like don't like aren't impacted by the water. Just the way that the elements <laughs> even interact with each other is not consistent throughout the movie. Yeah. And yeah. so no, it's so, true. So there's this whole plot line of like, oh, what if the fire section of town gets flooded, then yeah. like everyone will die, question mark? Or yes. like it'll just destroy things? Or no, I think
0: they'd all be snuffed out. Like I think the idea is you can get splashed on a little, but if she like got submerged, you know, that's the end of Which... Ember.
1: Which then, again, sort of begs the question of like, why are the fire people there to begin with? Because <laughs>
0: Matt, well, no, but it's like, are you telling them to go back where they came from?
1: I mean, sort of. Because here's the thing, Matthew. Like, like, like okay, if if a white person and a black person oh, okay. like move to the same town, okay, great. There's like, like they can become friends. They can hang out together. There's like nothing implicitly dangerous about one person and the other person. But if like, if, for example (laughs) white people were like deathly allergic to black people and every time you touched one of the other or like came into contact you died then it's like okay well that would make sense then to split the groups up so that you aren't murdered
0: and you're like yeah we can get along but then it turns out oh wait they're chimpanzees and they will eat your face
1: i mean sure yeah but it's like if fire people are going to own a tiger it's like if fire people are going to get Killed by water, and if fire people are gonna burn up the plant people, then it's like I, the I fire people should you. not be living with the plant people. No, like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I do not
0: condone this, um, you know, Zionistic, you know, uh,
1: they're going uh, to die, <laughs> like, that's no, the no, thing. No,
0: no. I, and this is not. <laughs>
1: Nothing and then you realize later that that's actually not the case. Like, surprise, surprise. No one... When the water people and the fire people actually, like, go to hold hands, they just sort of get, like, fizzy. And it's not an issue at all. But nobody has figured that out or tried that at all.
0: Yes, that's the, the message. The whole thing has. is that's so the, stupid. It's, that, so it stupid. Is it's so stupid. Poorly it is thought stupid. stupid. But I do need to point out that that's the point of the film, is that you need to realize, like... um, Even though we've been taught to be scared of each other, we don't need to be. Like, that's, I think, the central message. Is it illogical that in this universe they hadn't figured that out already? Yeah. But I think that's the idea is fire. The way they pitched it in, like, their different, you know, oh, I was reading all the interviews and stuff. They were like, this city is like a dream city and, you know, first the earth came and they started building it up and then wind joined and they helped and then water came and so fire was kind of the last ones to the game and everyone was nervous everyone was scared of them they were like ah ah you know you're boiling me you're you're melting me you're you're destroying you know so I think there was just like fear do I think that they could have leaned into that better and like just and like uh, exaggerated maybe the judgments there yes because it was very like random when they would highlight the racism side of it like not racism because race is a you know construct that doesn't exist in an elemental world but like the 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 bigotry there like I think it would have made more sense if that if there'd been some sort of event in the history that divided them I don't know because it was kind of like it didn't matter for some people, but it did like she tells a sob story about like how sh- there was no fire allowed at this like museum exhibit. Honestly, didn't know what was happening there. But that, but then that <laughs> it's
1: like that makes sense. Like they, di- I feel like it doesn't do a good job like talking about xenophobia because xenof- like in real life. Those like those people should be spending time together because they are not only like don't hurt each other, but actually make each other better. But if your fire and the museum <laughs> exhibit is made of paper, then like, yes, the fire person should not be going in there. Like, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, that makes total sense. It's not like, oh, well, we can't let the gays in the museum exhibit. It's like, well, they're not going to like. But
0: Matthew, then she sees again that she could have been in there and it would have been fine. So it's like. It was yeah, ignorance that that I separated guess, them. It wasn't actual like, science. But it's like
1: she can touch. It was white the people water thinking guy. that
0: they could get sick from black people. So I mean, okay, yes, that, okay,
1: yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> yes, no, that's a good point. So but,
0: it was like all the, just. But like but the yes, water, it wasn't like well drafted. The fire like people was...
1: can die from flooding, <laughs> but like can't die. But and also, if like a little water person spills on them, then they shrink. But also, they can have like they can make out with the water people and that's fine.
0: I think it's about, yeah, no, it's confusing. It is, but it was also just like, kind like, you know, honestly, I liked the, the, there seemed to be like some, I don't know, East Asian like influences in the music. I thought it was cool that they, that it did feel like it, it went in a different direction than a lot of, you know, Pixar American central centrist, like, stories go like I liked the elements there but it was weird that they didn't like really explore that like they there's this like blue flame that came from the fire people was that yeah I thought it would end up meaning something like I thought Ember would have been like made from it and that made her special you know like I thought there'd be some sort of cliche magical thing that went down but it was just like this traditional flame they wanted to keep alive and so she basically almost dies for it But even the dying for it was like really convenient the way it was saved because it was just the friend diving in like he had somehow gotten the flame in the lantern. So it was like really anticlimactic even at its climax. Um, And and so it was also strange because I was like, where is this like leak story going? Because they set it up as like the main issue is like oh, there's oh, this yes. I hated we this can't too. find. Where's the leak? And I'm like, what are these city people doing? They're, like, negotiating with the civilian to find the leak. And then they're like, oh, yeah, sure, this works as a solution. Like, let's just – I was like, what are you guys the, doing? The,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, just- the plot was so bad because they're – okay, there's, like, the the <laughs> the fire area might get flooded because there's this leak. And then they sort of realize, oh, the leak is because there's this, like, uh, yeah, wall that like – the- there's yeah. <laughs> flooding coming from these cruise ships or whatever. And I thought that what was going to happen was like, oh, the xenophobia. Yeah. Like, there's actually this big conspiracy yes, that the like wind people and the or wood or people are trying to like wipe out the fire people with this flooding. And so that's why they're not taking care of the leak. But yes. it turns out that that is not the case. The leak is just a random just leak, a leak that that like nobody bothered to repair. And once they finally get the like city involved or whatever, they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll clean this up. And it's like, okay, great. Um, but then
0: they didn't, and then but then they didn't do a good job so they could have
1: the flood (laughs) in the end. The other thing that I thought was weird about the like Asian fire people thing is that then the other groups did not have a similar like, um, ethnic overlay like the fire people were obviously supposed to be like asian immigrants but then the wind people and the water people and the um tree people or whatever were just or earth or whatever were just like ran like there was no sort of distinguishing characteristic of them yeah you know like there wasn't a real world connection they were just it was just like very convenient sort of that when they wanted the fire people to be, like, sort of vaguely Asian, they could do that, but then it wasn't, like, a, oh, the, like, this is actually supposed to be a metaphor for San Francisco, and the (laughs) fire people, or, and the water people are actually, like, the Native Americans, and the, you know, like, there wasn't, it was so, like, just shoddily put together on every front. And the more I talk about it, the more I just, like, hate it
0: yeah and then even at the end
1: where the water guy like dies sort of like gives himself (laughs) up and then you realize wait he's just become like these micro droplets and if you can like collect the the droplets then you and there were certain parts of the movie that were so cartoonish like the fact that the water people are like sobbing every time they see each other and they wear
0: their emotions on their sleeve. do you get it But then really transparent,
1: <laughs> right, yes, i got ga- I gathered that, but it's like that is so like cartoony, yeah, but then there were other sections of the movie where they were trying to be really like you know sort of grounded and practical about things, yeah, nothing matched up in this movie. It was just a yeah, disaster from
0: start to finish, because even beyond that, like, oh. Do I do I make my parents proud or do I follow my dreams? There's this like romance plot, which honestly I was like, huh, is this the first like Pixar romance? Because obviously Disney, you have the princesses, you have so many love stories, but Pixar will have like characters who kind of have romantic interests. Um, you know, like what? Yeah, I, I guess
1: like, <laughs> a bug's life a book that has a, a
0: romantic interest. Um, Monsters but there's a bigger Inc. issue. Zane. Uh, is Monsters Inc.?
1: Well, like Mike I Wazowski mean, has, like, and Celia, yeah, or whatever, yeah. has like a girlfriend. I guess Obviously, Ratatouille. But... Ratatouille.
0: Oh, yeah. Ratatouille. Yeah.
1: Okay. He's in love with.
0: But the he's girl. not even the main character. So this is like really just a rom com. Like it really is, ends up being just a chance for these sort of, you know, star-crossed lovers to realize, like, they can be with one another. I guess and it's also interesting to your point that the father is so like anti-water. Like he's the most overtly racist character cuz he's like, "Well, water." Well, whereas- again,
1: which makes sense <laughs> because water could kill him.
0: <laughs> whereas fire, I mean, whereas the water family never comments on it at all. They're never like, "Wait, how it's- did you guys Meat, you know, like it's there is like an a family issue
1: of people who are allergic to bees being anti bee, <laughs> you know, like that. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, it makes sense, like that they wouldn't want the bees around, like they'll kill the bees, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know.
0: You're pro segregation, I get it. Um, but yeah, it just became this kind of like rom com where every set was just like to see him falling in love, which, which, like, again works for kids movies. We lived through every iteration of Cinderella, but it was just like kind of odd to have that end up being another storyline to juggle in a film that already wasn't really digging into any of its layers. Um, so I didn't really like care. And I was like, what is the vibe here? Like, I, I didn't know what they wanted me to care about most because they have their falling in love and it's like sweet but then she's like I choose my family and tells him no but then he shows up and is like you can't say no and then she's like I say no harder and then she is rushing through this flood to save her family and then he comes to save her and then she's like oh I do love you but then he dies but then he doesn't die and then they all live happily ever after and it was very like I don't know. It didn't like work. Like I could see what they were trying to do, which is like, wow, this is such a huge question to wrestle with, like family or love, your heart or your head, like tale as old as time. But it's like, again, this has been told so many times and done so much better than what we're witnessing here now that it's like what do you want me to care about?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely sort of like the fiddler on the roof kind of a uh, plot line where it's like, yeah. okay, you know, this they're Jewish and the parents want the girls to marry a Jewish person, but it's like the girl falls in love with someone who's a Christian. So like, should they get married? And how does the girl juggle like her relationship with her family versus her relationship with this, um, you know, the uh, yeah. romance that she wants, which I think makes sense in some ways but yeah. yeah it doesn't quite we've seen that plot line done so many times in so many different movies that it didn't quite work here in the same regard yeah. and like the fire people kind of dislike <laughs> the water people but the water people are just sort of like fascinated by the fire people yeah. for, for the most part so it's not really like it goes both directions yeah there's not I, like
0: that romeo and juliet like
1: tension. yeah
0: it's just like oh she needs to get over it like, I felt know. like the
1: only real plot line that made sense to me was the kind of, uh, like, the daughter, like, you're going to take over our family shop. And yeah. the, um, I think the, like, immigrant parent uh, dynamic of they sacrifice these things for you and sort of want you to do a certain yeah. thing. And then how do you figure out how to live your own life? When your parents have sacrificed so much for you, but the thing that they want for you isn't the thing that you want. Like, I did like that portion of the story. And I felt like the one really good scene of the movie is at the end where they're saying goodbye and she like does this bow thing to her dad and then the dad bows back and they sort of like, okay, we like respect each other's decisions and we have a lot of love for each other, even though like, maybe we didn't like, this isn't what I wanted for my daughter initially. I did like that plot, but that was sort of tied up at some points with this romance plot line, which I think was done poorly. So.
0: Well, that's what was frustrating is like, she only realized that she didn't want or we as an audience only realized she didn't want it once this boy like oh, showed yeah. her how big the world was. Yeah. And it's like that's that is always gonna be an irritant for me. Like I understand that it's an easy way to tell a story and you know, someone has to open the door, <laughs> whether it's Aladdin or this water guy. Like there's always room for that, but it just felt like they could have made that a more interesting tension if she had been obsessed with the city and was like sneaking out on her own and like ran into the water guy somehow there, where she had that spark of curiosity already. But instead, well, like, it was just um, like, "Oh, I'm angry all the time," and like then she's like, "I'm thinking." Little to tell me That I don't want this.
1: Like basically, we just saw this premise with the Little Mermaid a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and I think that <laughs> yeah, they exactly. did it so much better. where it's like oh she's interested in a world outside of her mermaid land before she ever even meets the hot prince
0: yes okay yeah exactly i literally i was watching this movie with penny i took penny to her first movie and it was this and like i said i've sat through the good dinosaur she's loved it she's watched like all sorts of she loves turning red like she loves a lot of these movies. In she Ponto, loves The
1: Irishman.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but halfway into this film, she like turns to me and she's like, "Can we go home now?" <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like this, there wasn't like I think part You're of like it sorry kiddo, it wasn't like like it wasn't like animals or people, like something she could grasp easily. It was just like colors on a wall talking, and so there wasn't like something for her little toddler brain to like under like latch onto as familiar. So I recognize that it might just not have been a good movie for her. But I just think it was like – it wasn't like – it wasn't funny. It wasn't like emotional. It wasn't enough of any one thing. It just felt kind of like meh. You know, like it was just like –
1: Oh, okay. yeah. 100%. I just,
0: yeah. I I was not engaged with it. Like, yes, there's some beautiful animation. Yes, the city – like the city scenes are clever. Like seeing how it works is interesting. But then you have these like stints where it's like, oh, we're going to go into this flooded train station that has this magic like tree that you'll be able to see in this air bubble. Like it was yeah. all just like.
1: Yeah. And so that made so no contrary. sense. <laughs> like, oh, the air is going to blow the bubble, but the bubble is only a certain speed. And the water yeah. <laughs> needs to hold the bubble, but the bubble has the fire in it. Like, yeah. And they so- like
0: play in like air. Basketball and it's like oh You know low hanging fruit like it's What well, is it like passing gas Or something like it's just like
1: I feel like we have seen These scenes Now in a number of different movies yeah. This sort of like look at what this World is like it's yes. so different from us Like in a Zootopia Or a yeah, um the, the Lego movie yeah. or Soul or Coco where you're like Oh like they're showing us this like kind of creative take on a city that's, you know, set to a big musical score or a (laughs) pop song or something. So we've seen that scene before. And I, while there were certain types of things that were clever here, I didn't feel like anything felt like, Oh yeah, this is actually how this city would work. The whole dynamics of the elements intermingling and how that tracked just made no sense to me. Um, in... You're like
0: what is this family living in? The corpse of all their dead relatives? What's this flood?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Like
0: are they drinking water or what?
1: <laughs> and like why would they build, you know, like like why would they build this this way or why would that ha- Like yeah. yeah, it was just it was full of so many weird questions that weren't answered and half-baked <laughs> ideas and
0: Honestly, yeah. the only time I laughed was um when, <laughs> when- her mom was like i smell love on you do the test Haha, ha, you can't because water can't light this flame and then he's like wait a second and he like <laughs> he like lifts his bubble body up like his water body up to like be in front of the flame so he can like zzz, he can like magnify her light onto the stick and create fire oh <laughs> uh. I don't know why. It was so funny to me. And it was just like, everything was so extra in that way where it was like, what is this really giving us? Like, what is this giving that a conversation wouldn't like, I don't know. I just found myself befuddled and irritated in turn. Like, I really did not understand why this city that was built so elaborately and seemed so well organized. And, you know, he has his citations. He has his like route. They all have their tubes going to what, what, blah, blah, blah. Why wouldn't they fix this leak like pretty fast? You know, like, yeah. Just build a new door. It's that easy, folks.
1: Especially when you, th- like, once you realize that there's not anything nefarious going on.
0: Yeah, that's because yeah, I, I like, kept one, I for was the like, twist. the
1: mayor is going to be out to yeah. get them, or the you know something like that. And it yeah, just it was never be like
0: a Zootopia or bad right. guys like final exactly. act twist. Yes, but and there it was never was no big
1: baddie. We never, yeah, there was no bad guy at all, which I think is. Troublesome. Just it remi- <laughs> In some ways, it did remind me a little bit of A Strange World. Oh, yeah. Be- because yeah. that movie also didn't really have a bad guy. But I think yeah. the thing with A Strange World that worked better is that it had very specific messages it was trying yeah. to <laughs> relay and really hit those it was hard
0: like daddy issues
1: <laughs> yes it was like environmentalism <laughs> intergenerational. and intergenerational yes and intergenerational trauma where this was like a way too uh murky in its mixing um yeah and like a strange world should have had more plot but i liked it in the end because i think of the messages where yeah. this i did not also i mean this I'm baffled. I'm baffled by this and I'm baffled by Pixar in general. I feel like they just made nothing but terrible decisions for the past like ten years. I don't know why this was Greenlit, but also I don't for the life of me understand why they released it this weekend. (laughs) They released it up against the Flash, which like, okay, fine, whatever. But they also released it only like a week and a half after the Spider-Man. Across the Spider-Verse, which is another animated movie. And so it's like this, this was the worst Pixar opening ever, which I think has to do with like marketing and the fact it was a bad movie and whatnot. But also it's like, you're, you know that the first into the Spider-Verse did so well. And that that's a movie that a lot of families are going to want to go see. A lot of kids are going to want to go see. There's a lot of tie-ins. Um, and I don't know why you would try to compete with that and put that and the schedule so close to it when there's large chunks of time every year in the calendar where there's not big children's animated movies. You know, yeah. there's pro- we probably only get like four or five, six of those a year. Pick a window where you're going to be the only movie that, you know, why didn't this come out in March when there wasn't, you know, another big kids movie and families would have been like okay well we gotta take our kids to elemental because you know (laughs) they want to go see something and this is the only thing out instead they're going up against flash which like theoretically could have been a big movie they're going up against across the spider-verse like it just it makes no sense it made no money it also got better views like it's just a dumpster fire on all accounts
0: yeah it is interesting too that this is the like second chance for the good dinosaur guy which that was another film that did not do well and I'm not I'm I'm all for chances right like I'm all for creative ropes especially for you know a diverse voice but it's like I wish that this had like chosen its I don't know focus better because it just felt kind of like surface level on everything it was literally just a first draft of the question like what if elements were human like you know it was like I could have storyboarded this like better, like asked some questions to get to a, a more thematic pull. If you just sat with it a little longer than like, Oh, wouldn't this be fun to design this world? And I feel like that's more and more what these animation studios, the big ones are doing like Disney and Pixar is just like, well, let's regurgitate, regurgitate. It's like, You aren't having the same sort of creative pull as something like Into the Spider Verse or the Malcolms versus Machines or, you know, Puss in Boots, where they're like, they are kind of like dark horses that no one's really taken seriously, but then they're allowed to really like lean into their creative pursuits because they have intention behind it. Whereas this is just, pixar filling a slot in its lineup for the years you know it's like oh sure here yeah develop this film we need something for 2023 you're it like it's there's not real intention anymore that feels like that's fueling these it's just who's got an idea that we can get done by this date and who are we gonna put in it and like let's just do it do it do it do it do it like it just feels like it's lost its i don't know heart or or soul with it
1: I'm interested to see what happens now that Bob Iger is back in charge of Disney, because I feel mm. like Disney has really not delivered much of anything solid in the past five or six years between Marvel fatigue and the all of the Star Wars movies not doing well, and then the series not doing well. You have Pixar sort of being crap. You have all the Disney live action remakes, and some of those have finally now started to get scrapped from the line up a bit um so i just i'm like they really haven't there's been no quality control they've just sort of been putting things out that they thought on paper would sell well without having any uh thought behind them i mean even like this new indiana jones movie that's coming out has a similar feel to it i think where On paper, it makes sense why they would do another Indiana Jones movie, and it's not necessarily terrible, but there's also, like, not anything specifically compelling to be doing it. Where you think about something like Toy Story 3 and how incredible that movie is because sure it's another toy story, but it feels like there's a really important message. And the reason why they made it was to talk about a certain thing or something like Coco or, I mean, even movies like, um, you know, Hercules or like, there's a certain level of individuality there. That's not like, Oh, we're just making this movie to make it. It's that, Oh, we're, we're, we have like a specific idea yeah. or something and i think that across marvel and star wars and pixar and disney animation and the live action remakes there's just <laughs> not been that kind of thought or quality control in yeah. any way shape or form
0: yeah and like i don't think movies have to be soul crushing like inside out to be powerful and good like like the emperor's new groove is so silly and stupid but it's so good and like they just leaned into it they just had fun with it and that was its reasoning for existing whereas these just feel more and more like corporate and kind of like slapped together or there's not the same care involved with making sure there's the question being asked or the intention being served like toy story 4 it just felt like oh well uh let's do another one you know it's like there's not they wait they figure out the the why after they get like the approval yes. you know it's not yeah like, creatively driven anymore it feels yeah
1: like. i i think that pixar used to be and disney in general used to be more of a like okay what's our idea and like maybe it ties into a property or maybe it doesn't where now yeah. it's sort of like okay we should do a movie about x like somebody come yeah. up with a reason
0: why <laughs> yeah exactly so, so i was we're doing another doctor
1: strange like who wants to come up with a script for it oh you yeah. okay perfect
0: <laughs> oh this guy had a had a sketch on a napkin at a work meal sure let's do it give him a million dollars we'll pull this together it's yeah no, that it's was the plot
1: of glass onion which actually yeah. <laughs> was a good movie
0: so i walked out of this thinking i'll never watch this again because it's just ranked so low on a list of movies that did nothing for me.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, and Penny doesn't appear to like it either, so
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to Pixar fans.
1: I yeah, I didn't love this. I think that I mean one of the animated slots is definitely already going to Spider-Man. We can hope that, you know, something better comes out and we don't really have to discuss this movie again.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um... Pixar
1: does have Elio coming out. Oh, yeah. Which I don't... Um, I think the trailer just dropped for that. That's that's their, like, November sort of movie. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if that works better. Um, but, yeah, they have been struggling as of late. And these box office numbers are not good. I'm wondering if we're finally... like. I have got. I was a Disney fatigue forever ago, but I kind of feel like now the numbers are sort of bearing that out. Where the the Marvel movies didn't do quite as well as people thought they were going to. The some of the Disney live action remakes are getting scrapped. The TV shows aren't getting pushed through. Like this Pixar uh, opening was abysmal. Like maybe. The maybe the money is finally going to talk, and the pick and the Disney people are going to have to sort of readjust their strategy.
0: Yeah. Or they'll just start feeding their scripts through Chat GPT and see what happens that way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But like, I think we saw with Everything Everywhere all at once, we saw with Spider Man into the Spider Verse, like we're seeing with Past Lives and some of these other, you know, like Cocaine Bear, Megan, like originality. Yeah. Is selling well. Like yes. that's what people are looking for. Those properties are continuing to to be the ones that are getting the money. People, I think, are tired of franchises to a certain degree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully we won't get an elemental too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I doubt it. So no. <laughs> uh, oh look, it's uh I don't even know dirt or what's what's another element? <laughs> What's the fifth element? Plasma. Iron
0: risen from the ocean. Yes.
1: It's metal.
0: <laughs> the gemstones. Um, it's electricity.
1: Yeah. I'm like, what are the Pokemon types? <laughs> it's ghost. Mm. Okay. Yeah, well, you have to go there. pack.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: I think Indiana Jones is next week. Yes?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If we're... Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. If you're around and we're covering it, that I think is the next movie but otherwise we might not be back until sometime in july so oh my tbd yeah. but we will be back at some point in Thank july you. at the very latest we might have Thank episodes you. next week depending on Thank how you. moving and <laughs> all of the other things go yes
0: yeah no we'll we'll circle back uh, at the very least barbie this coming at the very
1: least barbie at very (laughs) least we'll be doing our oppenheimer episode (laughs) can't wait okay thanks for listening everybody bye